Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey everyone, this is Sherry with a girl and her dog coaching and consulting. I'm so excited to share with you that since starting my business at the end of May, I have had some exciting experiences. I have had an opportunity to work with some clients with one-on-one coaching and in a course that I developed online. In addition to that, I've had some opportunities to be a guest on other podcasts, to be guests on Facebook live events to speak my story, and I am working on a brand new course that I just announced on November 30th. The course is called Confident, Courageous, and Clear, Living Life on Your Terms. And I know that this is going to be an absolute gem of a course. I am focusing on empowering middle-aged women who feel as if they have been stuck, who feel as if they have given their lives to others throughout their adult years and now realize that their children are grown, or they've hit the ceiling in their career, or maybe they're done raising families, taking care of families, and maybe have had a big pivot in life where now they stop and they start asking themselves, who am I? I have been somebody's mother for so long, I have forgotten who I am. I have been somebody's wife for so long. What is my role now? Or I've been somebody's employee. I've lived in a box. And now I want to live life on my own terms. This course is going to be a four-month course that will take you through self-image, body image and mindset, setting goals making action plans, and learning how to celebrate small wins. I'll also include time working with you on your physical health and wellness, your mental health and wellness, your emotional and social health and wellness. And we'll wrap everything up with really setting boundaries, knowing how to communicate your wants and needs, knowing how to work with the people in your world, Because you don't want to give up all of your friends and loved ones. You want them to come on board with you as you make these great changes. And then something I always believe in, how do you pay it forward for the next person? So if you are interested in learning more about confident, courageous, and clear, living life on your own terms, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at www.findagirlinherdog.com and we can connect and talk a little bit more about how we can work together soon in the near future. Hey everyone, welcome back to Strong Inside and Out. 
the place where we talk about all things being a strong woman. And this week, I am so honored to have one of my most favorite people on my podcast. I know she knows that I love her, but I just don't know if she knows how much I respect her. And I think that she's just such an amazing woman. Um, Letitia Bradley is my guest this week, and I will give you a little background and then I'll let her introduce them herself. Letitia works for me and no, I'm not paying her to do this <laughs> and it's not going to affect her evaluation. Just kidding. Um, but I've had a lot of opportunity to get to know Letitia more in depth over the years that she's worked with me, not just as a teacher, but as a woman. And we've shared stories throughout the years and we've talked about some different things. And most recently we were talking about just some things that I'd been working on and, and being a strong woman and how sometimes even though we're strong and even though we have our life together, things still come up as hurdles and things still get in the way for us. And so I thought, oh my gosh, what a great person to have to come on my podcast. So help me welcome Letitia Bradley. Hi. <laughs> Hey, Letitia, can you tell my audience a little bit about yourself and um, just yeah. how you got here today? Um, um, my name is Letitia Bradley. I am a special education teacher and I work for Sherry and I've been working with her for the past six years. Um, I am originally from Gary, Indiana, um, a city right outside of Chicago. So small city but very big in life because we are right outside of Chicago everything I know is Chicago Chicago Bears Chicago Cubs Chicago Wax Sox anything Chicago that's what I know um I moved to Texas in 2008 with my husband and my four kids um because he needed to relocate and I needed to get away from the snow so um <laughs> I get that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. And it was one of the best decisions that we made. Um, we are away from our family. However, our kids, um, we felt we put them in a better position living, moving here to, to Texas. Um, what else? I have a bachelor's degree in business management. However, that was not my purpose. And so I found that working in business did not fulfill me. I didn't feel I didn't feel it wasn't sitting right in my spirit um, working in business. Um, I've always had a passion for working with kids. When I initially graduated from high school and went to college, I went for secondary education and um, got sidetracked and ended up doing business management because I was working for a very big company. And I was like, oh, this is the way I can grow with the company. And I, I wasn't feeling it. I, I did not feel good about it. It wasn't in my spirit. Um, it wasn't, it just wasn't good for me. And so when I came to Texas, found that I could um, do the teaching alternative, alternative program, I jumped on it. So it took me a little while to do it because I did have four kids to take care of and my husband was working and I wanted to be as supportive as, with him as I could. And so when I finished that program, Sherry hired me, first hire and I've been there ever since. So I love it. I love my kids. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. So I am, I am currently working in my purpose and I am loving it. Um, I live, I laugh and I love 
what I do. So that's a little bit about myself. <laughs> well, I am blessed that you took that turn, that transition, because you have been an amazing asset to our school, working with some of our most challenging students over the last six years and still keeping that positive mindset and being able to help me by supporting our staff and, and just keeping people believing that we can make a difference in the world. And I think that that's just something that makes, just really resonates with me and makes me believe in you even more. Aww. Yeah. So um, my podcast, of course, is called Strong Inside and Out. Um, and we've talked about this a little bit, but you know, you're one of those women that you take a lot of punches sometimes, you know, oh. the area you work in for me is, is challenging. And I know raising four children is challenging. Making a transition from one state to another is a challenge. In your opinion, what do you think makes a strong woman? Um, maybe drive. I think drive, um, determination, um, the thought that you can't fail or you don't want to fail. I know that's what drives me is just um, the fact that I do not want to fail. I know that I will make mistakes, but I just, I can't fail. I have so many people that are looking at me that depend on me. My, my girls, I have a son, but not necessarily him, but definitely my girls, because I need them to understand it is important to focus on yourself. You can't always put everybody else ahead of you. So um, just that. And I like the, I like to compete against myself. <laughs> so that definitely, that definitely is part of, is part of the, the reason why I'm as strong as I am. So those are, those are some of the reasons why. <laughs> I love that. And I have to say to my audience, she definitely speaks her, her truth because, um, you know, with what we do every day and then just being, you know, a mom in general, we're going to make mistakes, right? Yes. I always um, say, you know, with my daughter, I did the best I could and I must have done something right because you're pretty successful now, but it wasn't always, you know, the, the easiest path or the most cheerful path. And then it's the same thing in education. And I think just in life, you've been with your husband for a long time, I know as well. And um, I commend you on that because, you know, I'm a divorced woman, but I know it takes a lot of compromise and, and hard work to be a strong woman and be in a successful marriage as well. Um, and so, yeah, I just love what you said about that. I know, um, it was, it was very hard. And, I, and even still today, we've been married since 2006. We've been together since 1997. So we've been together for a long time. And even now, with the amount of time that we have invested in each other, I still find it a little hard to kind of maybe um, step back a little bit and not want to be the one that's in charge of everything and head of everything and just over everything. It's so hard for me to just kind of let him take the lead a lot of times. And um, he has to, he said, well, do you want to do you want to put on to put on my underwear and, and run the thing and I'm like oh okay okay so that's just his way of letting me know hey let me be the man of the house let me kind of do these things try to you don't always have to be in control of things and so yes <laughs> <laughs> and that 
and that maybe stepping back and realizing that I, I don't have to always be strong is definitely something that I struggle with. Yes. <laughs> I think we all get to that point seriously in, in life, but um, I commend you for being able to realize it and being able to work through that. So we had a conversation not too long ago about just things that we're doing outside of school. I've recently um, had a chapter in an anthology and um, working on my coaching um, practice and business and eventually doing more consulting. And you were sharing with me that you were doing a little side hustle for a while and um, maybe it's not going in the right direction. We had a big conversation about imposter syndrome. So um, talk to us a little bit about you know, when you do feel like maybe you're just not good enough or even more, this just came to me as strong women. I think we're both kind of the same type A personalities. We want to just get it done, right? High achievers. It's hard to get started on something if you're not going to be perfect. It is. It is. Um, when I, when I started my, when I started my master's program, um, I, I kept going back and forth because I was like, the work is hard. And then I was like, I'm too old. I can't do it. And and then I would tell my husband, well, I'm just going to take one class. And then I was like, it's going to take me forever to finish. And he was like, well, take two classes. And I was like, ah. but then, then I failed. So it was, it was me just trying to listen to him a little bit and then just telling myself, stop doubting yourself. Just do it because the more you think about it, the more you are going to convince yourself to not do it. So I had to stop convincing myself that it was going to be hard and convince myself that it was going to be okay and just do it. Stop thinking about it and just do it. So um, my, I, I finished my master's degree in behavior analysis. And my plan is to open up a behavior clinic in my hometown. And Am I afraid? I'm very afraid. I am very afraid of um, just stepping out and doing it because of that fear of failure. And so um, it's, it's, it's the, I, I find myself maybe kind of pulling back a little bit, but then I have to remind myself again, nah, now is not the time. I need you to do it. I need you to do it. Not, not, and, and at this point, it's not even for anybody else that I want to see. It's for my own my own well-being, my own um, maybe just letting myself know that I can do it. I've done many things and accomplished them, but it always seems like I can go higher. I can reach higher. I can do, I can do a more, I can do better than where, what I'm doing right now. So that challenging and, and constantly trying to remind myself to just do it and stop. I, I can say it's called procrastination because you convince yourself to just slow down. Mm-hmm. So um I have to convince myself, don't do it. Don't talk yourself out of it. Just do it. And so I'm working on my hours so that I can take my BCBA exam. And once that is done, we are looking into property in my hometown so that we can, once I get my BCBA, just run run for it. So I have that extra little support, but I am I, I do struggle with maybe convincing myself to just go ahead and do it because of that fear of failure. I've had I had a little cake business that I did, which was my little side hustle. And I love it. Oh my goodness. I love it. And so I found myself, I pulled back a lot 
because my orders start picking up. And then I'm like, what are you doing? This, this is good. People are coming to you. They like your stuff. They want you. And even my customers now, when I get an order, I worry because I see all of the imperfections in my cakes and I sit and I wait and I'm like, okay, they didn't post or they didn't text me back or they didn't say anything. And then it can be a month later and they're like, Hey, I want to order another cake. And I'm like, you do? <laughs> because my mind is they didn't like it. So I didn't hear anything. They didn't post anything, but then they come back a month, two months later and I, Oh no, we loved it. We loved it. But I, I pulled myself back from it because I was becoming successful. And I know that was nothing but fear because I was afraid of what would happen if I was successful in that. Would I be able to, to keep up with cake orders or treat orders or anything like that, doing everything by myself? And I pulled back, which is uh, something I probably, I wish I didn't do because I'm, I'm very good at what, at what I do. And I probably would um, be a little bit more busy with my cakes than I, than I am right now. But, um, I think all things work out for the good. So, because I am truly walking in my purpose with working with kids with behavior. So everything, everything happens for a reason. (laughs) Well, I absolutely agree with that. And before I even touch upon all the great things you just said, I have to tell you all her cakes are amazing. (laughs) At least her cake balls, I, I die for. So, um, you are doing a great job with that. And it's it's funny because when we had this conversation a few weeks ago, that's what resonated with me so much. You said those same words. I had this fear of success. Mm-hmm. And so many times that happens. You know, we think, oh, we've got this idea. Let's just see where it goes. And then it goes really, really well. And we don't know what to do with that, you know, as women and as people, as humans. And what, what then if we start to rely on that and then it goes wrong and then what then, and then the other fears come in, just like you said about nobody posted about your cakes. We, we let these outside thoughts and these outside perceptions, you know, get to us. Um, I'm working on this course right now and I'm right in the first, it's a four month course and I'm working on the first month and it's all about setting you up to start making change in your life. And Last night, I recorded a piece about self-image, body image, and your mindset. And I spoke a lot about, we get so caught up on other perceptions and it's, it's, it holds us back. It keeps us so stuck because we just think that's reality. And, And I say this all the time, perception is reality, but we build it up maybe a little bit too much in our own minds. And that just keeps going and going. We just overthink and overthink. Um, And we, the funny thing is, is that honestly, most people are not thinking about us 24 seven, right? Right, right. Yeah. And so we think, you know, we're the center of everybody's universe. And, and most likely, especially like in that situation with your cakes, maybe they just love their cakes and they went on with life and they weren't even thinking about Letitia Bradley, you know, um, until they needed another cake. And so I know that we tend to do that just as a society, um, which is very interesting. I think with, I think with the way that social media is now and we see images and we see the comments that 
that people are making and really and we put in our heads that oh that's what they like oh this is what they like or this is what they want to mm-hmm. see and, and so we convince ourselves that we are not good enough that we need to be this so we need to be that in order to be accepted in order to be um who we are actually who we are not because if we're trying to paint a picture of what someone else wants us to look like or someone else wants us to be like we're not actually not being ourselves we're being what someone what we think other people want us to be and so i i'm i am one of those ones that uh have a have have told myself in my head that um hey you need to be a size this or you need to be a size that or you need mm-hmm. to do this and so with the way with, with my age certain changes are happening and um i look in the mirror and i see I see what I don't like, but my husband loves it. But then I go to social media and people aren't even talking about me. It's just they're commenting on other people's pictures and they're making comments about specific things. And so it messes with me and what I think I should look like for my husband. It doesn't have anything to do with what I think they I should look like for them, but it's more so, okay, if men like this, then I have to be this for my husband. And yeah, that's that's something that I struggle, I have a lot of struggles because we see things and then we automatically think that we put ourselves, we put ourselves in those situations and it has nothing to do with us at all. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I love that. And we've all been there, you know, and then those types of things lead to those, you know, not so great habits, the yo-yo dieting or the over-exercising or the low self-esteem and um, anxiety about everything. And, you know, it's just, I always wonder one day, will we all wake up and everyone's just kind to everybody else and nobody worries about what the others think. And that's, that's why I'm starting um, a girl and her dog coaching and consulting, because, you know, I came home after my divorce one day, and I was just thinking about, I had a dog at the time, and this is kind of a weird story. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with you. And we had gotten this dog when I was still married and Kimberly uh, was very, very young. And this dog was crazy. He was just a crazy dog. Um, he was a black lab Weimaraner mix. And I remember my vet saying, what made you decide to get a Weimaraner? Because they have a very difficult time in their early years with following rules and being trained and things like that. But the dog ended up becoming the best dog, one of the best dogs I've ever had in my life. And when I went through the initial days of the of the divorce, you know, he was just always there. It was almost like he had this sense about him knowing that I was having a tough day or, um, you know, I just needed someone to cuddle with me. Well, he was very old at the time and he was not doing so well in a few months into being single, he um, actually passed away. And so I had a really hard time with that because I had gotten to a point of really relying on just the comfort of the dog when I was going through that difficult time. So I decided it was time I was going to go get another dog, one that I was able to get pick out all by myself, because now I was a single woman, you know, this was the start of my new life. And honestly, the dog picked me. Um, I went to this horrible home um to I found him on eBay and I went to the home and I just thought oh my gosh I should save all of these dogs but I was only able to take the one but he actually the owner 
had said, oh, you don't want that one. He doesn't socialize. He won't come out of the kennel. Well, he came out of the kennel for me and right into my arms. And I just knew at that moment that he was, he was my guy. And I say all that to say, he's been the inspiration of a lot of what I've been doing lately, along with my daughter, because like you said, you want, we want our daughters to see a strong woman and know that they have choices in life and options in life. And they don't necessarily have to just get married to live life, you know, to rely on a, a man. But the dog also taught me that unconditional love. And I, I didn't have that in my marriage. And I just thought the inspiration that he gave me kind of pushed me to go into this life coaching because I'm not a therapist. I've not, I don't have a, a degree in this area. Now I've coached teachers and I've, you know, done a lot of staff development and taught kids and did a, have done a lot of things in that area, which I think has helped me, but I don't have a degree in counseling or psychology or anything like that. But I do have that passion and drive to be that person's cheerleader, to be the person that can help you kind of process through your fears and your thoughts and be that unconditional love, so to speak, for you as you're going through um, things. And, and that's so important because, like you said, when we see social media, it has so much influence on us. Media in general has so much influence. I was saying um, to a friend the other day, I don't even turn on the news so much anymore, except for to see the weather and just to know if there's anything I need to know in regard to the school, you know, because it's so depressing and there's so many bad things going on and it could really change a person's mindset. Um, and so it's just, we live in a hard time right now, but being in a place where maybe there's hope, you know, and we can help women just stop worrying about all the noise that's around them and live their best life. And that's, that's my goal. And that's why I have you on today, because I think you're the epitome of doing that. My, um, my oldest daughter, um, as I had told you before, you know, the whole story, I won't go into it, but you know, her situation with her husband. And mm -hmm. um, recently this week, she, I had you know, picked her up. She was in the car when we were going for a ride to go to the store or something. And she was like, mom, I realized I can take care of me and my kids by myself. And it feels good. And that in itself, just her knowing that she did not need him to be able to take care of her and her kids. That, that was like the best news I had ever gotten she understood what was important she was important her kids were important and that was what she knew what she needed to to do was to take care of herself and take care of her kids because you know for a minute there she was really depressed I mean really depressed so depressed that she had mentioned um that she had thought about killing herself and that's not anything that any mom would or parent or anything would, anybody would want to have to hear from their kids and so um, because we were blessed enough <laughs> to have her on our insurance, we were able to get her the help she needed, which a lot of people aren't able to get that. But her getting that help and her even telling me, mom, I saw you do it. I saw you. You went to school. You took care of us. You did everything. She was like, and you made it look easy. And that that in itself is 
you didn't, like I told her, you don't know how many days or how many nights. I don't know how I made it home from school. I left the school building and the next thing I knew I was pulling into the driveway. You don't understand how many days I sat in the car and literally just cried because I was so consumed with everything. And her seeing the outside, the success and stuff like that made her know, okay, if my mom can do it, I can do it. But I did let her know it wasn't easy. I cried. I There were many times I just wanted to just throw in the towel. But hearing her say, I can do this, I am doing it, that was that was all I needed to hear. That, that was one, that was the, look, they're talking about Christmas gifts. That was a gift to me. That was all the Christmas gift I needed because she understands that she didn't need anybody. She is strong and she is going to be okay. So, <sighs> oh, I love that for you. That gave me goosebumps truly because I know the story. And um, like you said, and you know, you being there for her and that's what it's all about and raising those strong women, because that's the cycle we want to continue, right? Yeah. We want to get rid of these other systems that are going on and just really focus on the good and, and find, build our women to believe in themselves and know, yeah. you know, but yeah. oh, it just makes me, that makes me my, very my happy. Is in, is in school for pharmacy and she because we're so we're so uh I don't even I don't know if I want to say brainwashed or, or programmed to think that if you're a woman you have to get married you have to have kids you have to do this and she told me I don't I don't want kids and I and I was actually shocked but then I had to remind myself this is her life she does not have to fit into the norm. And, th and this may be her norm. So it's okay. And I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. I said, okay. And I think, because she, she looked at me like with a look of confusion, because I think she was expecting a different reaction from me. But just to think, I had to stop and think. Like I tell my kids all the time, stop, think, and then react. And so when she said it, I it was a quick stop and think. And then my reaction was, okay. So she did not get the reaction she thought she was going to get. <laughs> but I just wanted her to know that I am okay with her not having kids, with her not having a husband, with her being strong and independent and being able to do what it is she wants to do. She wants to travel the world, travel the world, you know? So see the world, do do whatever it is that you need want to do and understand you do not have to have those children or that husband to um to fit in to fit in if your norm is not that it it can be something completely different so yes I am I don't know I I, I just I, I love seeing my girls grow I have three girls and I love seeing them become the strong women that I am <laughs> I still I still have struggles but they they are very strong-minded and when they put their put their minds to it I am seeing them do what it is that they say they're going to do now being a parent I'm always like well did you do this or did you and they're like mom just let me do it and I have I have to once again stop thinking then react you are right this is your life you have to make mistakes and if you don't make mistakes how are you going to learn how are you going to get better and so just like I had to tell myself 
You're going to fail. <laughs> Whether you're strong or not, you're going to fail. And if you do not have those failures, how will you know when you have su succeeded? And so I see that in myself. I see it in you. I see, <laughs> I see it in my, my girls. I see it with everybody that I have around me. And that's a good, that's that right there in itself, the company that you keep, the people that are around you, if they are not strong, then you're, you're, you're not going to be strong either. They're going to, it's not going to, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good. So I am surrounded by a lot of women that are very strong and, and I look and I watch, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not shy as shy as I used to be, but I sit back and I watch and I watch people and I, and I try to receive the energy without them knowing it. And, um, but I'm, I am a watcher and I watch a lot of women and I, and I take from them. And a lot of times they don't even know that I am watching and that I am taking from them. So, uh, I am a thief in that, in that aspect that, that I watch, I watch very strong women and I take those strengths that I see from in them and I try to apply them to myself. So <laughs> and wow. then, put it, then put it onto someone else who I, who I think will benefit. I know mm -hmm. we have elementary kids. But the girls that I have, I am constantly trying to feed into them positive affirmations, just loving on themselves. And it's because it's something I do for myself. It's something I do for my my girls. It's something I do for, for the ladies that are around me. So, yeah. I... <laughs> well, oh. Letitia, I have to say, I'm just blown away with our time together today. Um, <laughs> You have been one of my most favorite guests on my podcast so far and just so much great information and it truly comes from the heart and you know that's the thing about this podcast is I'm I'm pretty raw right I don't I don't have editing skills so what you hear is what you get right um it's new I don't have a ton of listeners yet I think I'm up to 35 as of today so woohoo um which is slow but you know it's progressing and I just always want to be real with people and so I do appreciate you coming on and just giving me your real raw thoughts about about life and being a strong woman in general and just all the things because like I said it truly is you 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 can tell you're speaking from your heart I see you almost every day and you walk that talk you truly do thank you, so, thank you for inviting me absolutely any parting words of advice that you would give to my listeners before we head out all right, some parting advice is to, from me, would be to trust yourself, to trust yourself. A lot of times we do not trust ourselves. We fall into that place of fear because we don't trust ourselves. And my biggest thing is to trust yourself. You know, you know yourself better than anybody else. And so just trust yourself. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, thank you, Letitia. Again, this is Letitia Bradley, up and coming behavior um, analyst, going to have her own business. And probably if you if you reach out to her, you might get a good cake out of it, too. I know 
<laughs> I, I think I need some cake balls like around the Christmas time, but um, you can just leave them on my desk back at oh. school. You know. <laughs> but I keep it in mind. All right, perfect. Seriously, right. though, I really appreciate you being on. And for all of you out there, um, just keep being you. Trust yourself, as she said, and be strong. And when you do have that moment of weakness, when you're scared, when you feel like you've failed, don't give up because it's all about just keeping moving forward and, and living your best life. So thank you. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>